Entrepreneur on Fire 494. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. When you choose LegalZoom, you'll be among three dozen companies in the Inc. 500 list who got their start through LegalZoom too. Visit LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Industry-leading bookmarking technology? I know, that's audiobooks.com. Seamlessly switch between devices without losing your place. You can even get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Troy Dean. Troy, are you prepared to ignite? I have the fire trucks on standby, John. (laughs) Troy is a WordPress entrepreneur, speaker, and coach. He is the founder of WP Elevation, the world's first business accelerator program for WordPress consultants, as well as video user manuals. The first ever plugin that provides video tutorials for your client's WordPress dashboard to save you from teaching them how to use WordPress. I've given our listeners just a tiny overview, Troy. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Thanks, John. Uh, well, I, I grew up in the northern suburbs of South Australia, and I was uh, playing in bands and doing a little bit of performance acting. Um, and then I kind of found myself in a sales job, uh, which I didn't really enjoy. But I kind of worked out that uh, I was pretty good with people. And I eventually moved to Melbourne to pursue my kind of creative pursuits, playing in bands and ended up uh, doing professional voiceovers, um, as well as as well as playing lots of gigs around town. And then in my sort of late 20s, early 30s, I've discovered the web and just fell in love with uh, the, the, the way that you can connect with so many people and feel part of a tribe and build a community online. Um, and that's kind of where I've been ever since. I've been uh, working on the web, doing lots of client services, um, and now using my background in performance and using my skills uh, online to build a community of WordPress developers and WordPress consultants all working together and helping each other build profitable, sustainable businesses. Well, Troy, seeing the explosion of entrepreneurs in the past couple of years, and specifically online entrepreneurs, people that are just saying, to heck with the old corporate stuff. Let's focus on something that I'm passionate about, that I want to take control in. Step numero uno, and Troy, that's American speak for number one, <laughs> is WordPress. Creating a WordPress site and getting yep. that up and running. That's your platform. That's your headquarters. That's what you need to have. And the fact that you've chosen this stream to fish in is definitely a lucrative opportunity. So congratulations for that. And what we're really going to do, Troy, is focus on your journey to how you got to this point. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. So this is interesting because I reckon this changes every week. But at the moment, my (laughs) success quote is, feel the fear and do it anyway which also turns out it happens to be a book by Susan Jeffers, which I kind of didn't realize until recently because uh, that, that feel the fear and do it anyway for me is all about acknowledging 
the fact that something makes you a bit uncomfortable and a bit awkward and it's a bit scary, but having the courage to do it anyway, I think that's the, the real spirit of an entrepreneur. And when I found out that it was actually a book, I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. When I found out it was a book, I thought, oh, well, that's perfect. That's a really nice way of articulating that feeling that I have. So that's my current success quote. I love that success quote. And something that I would add to that, if it was to turn into mine, would be feel the fear because the fear is ever present. It's going to be there. And then embrace the fear and then do it anyway. Because as entrepreneurs, if we're not doing something that we're fearful of, if we're not scared, if we're not a little bit afraid, we're not pushing the envelope enough. So that fear should be always present. Otherwise, we got to scratch our heads and say, why are we just in the cruise control lane over here in the right lane and having all these cars whipping by us on the left-hand side? If you're not feeling a little bit of fear, Troy, you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. Um, I, th- um, I can't remember who it was that said, yeah, exactly. If, if it's not uncomfortable, you're doing it wrong. Uh, and, and the other one I really like, which is a similar um, kind of mantra is, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up space, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is something I'm constantly reminding myself of. <laughs> Love it. And back in Aerosmith's days, we're living on the edge. <laughs> So, Troy, before I break into some kind of musical rundown, let's focus on you, our spotlighted guest, and let's really talk about your journey. And you've obviously had some successes. You wouldn't be here talking to me otherwise, but to have successes, you've also obviously had some failures because that's part of the journey. And that's what I want to focus on now. I want you to tell us, Fire Nation, a story of a time that you failed. Really take it down to the ground level, Troy. Share with us that story and the lesson you learned? What I found is I found myself complacent and I found myself kind of believing my own press, if you know what I mean. So um, what happened is I forgot the number one rule of, uh, of customer service, which is about nurturing. The number one rule for me is about nurturing the relationship with people who join my list, particularly when they're new. Um, and so what happened, the, the example here is uh, we had a, a kind of a lead generator product that we were selling that generated uh, quite a few uh, people, new buyers onto our list. And uh, about six weeks after uh, that original sale, I sent out an email to those newcomers um, asking them, you know, or, or offering them to upgrade to uh, a, a more intense product, uh, a, a bigger financial commitment and a bigger time commitment. And it didn't go so well. That email that I sent out kind of you know, I sent the email out and then there were crickets, you know, um, and I was, I, I kind of analyzed this with my business partner afterwards and I was like, what, what happened? What went wrong there? Why didn't they respond to the offer? Because we know it's a great product. We know that people get a lot out of it. What I realized is that in, in, in between them joining our program for the initial uh, introductory product and me sending the email six weeks later, there was no communication between me and them. So they join, they sign up, they get this product, they love it, they enjoy it, then there's nothing for six weeks and then they get an email saying, hey, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you upgrade? And what I realized is because I have such a great relationship with our existing customers and I nurture them on a weekly basis, usually multiple times a week, that I just made an assumption that the newcomers on our list were getting the same kind of love and attention and they weren't and that was a real eye-opener for me to – not get complacent, never take your foot off the pedal and never put the thing on cruise control because the minute you put it on cruise control and you take your eye off the ball, that's when you start, that's when your influence and your impact starts to diminish. So that was a, that was a big eye opener for me and a bit of a kick up the pants, if you know what I mean. 
I love that message, Troy. And in fact, just a couple of weeks ago, we had Ramit Sethi on Entrepreneur on Fire. And one thing that I love that he shared, his message was that he no longer looks at clients as a transaction. He looks at it as a 40-plus year relationship. I mean, yeah. that's crazy, 40-plus years, but that's literally how he looks at every single client. And because of that, Troy, he set up a team that every single time any of his products are purchased, that client gets a live phone call from somebody yeah. on his team. <laughs> now, when you're selling products, you know, for Ramit Sethi's price point, which are, you know, at least a thousand, oftentimes three thousand or twelve thousand, it makes a little more sense to have mm. a team that can make that live phone call. But I hope what Fire Nation can take away from this, Troy, is the fact that Ramit is putting so much emphasis on his clients, that 40 year relationship. And this guy has been there and done that for over a decade now. All mm. experience is pointing towards the relationship with the client. So I love the story that you told and boil it down, Troy, for Fire Nation into one takeaway that you want us to walk away with from that experience. The one takeaway, the, the big aha moment for me in that moment was just because you have a great relationship with existing customers, when somebody when somebody enters your orbit for the first time, you need to understand and appreciate that for them, this is all new. You are a new influence on their life. You have a new style of communication. You have new information, a new voice, a new face, a new way of doing things. For them, there, there's a bit of an onboarding process for them to get used to you. So it's like dating. You can't just you know, you can't just propose marriage on the first date, even if you have a great relationship with your existing customers. You need to nurture every single customer as they come into your orbit and really, uh, really make them feel comfortable and welcome. Troy, speak for yourself. I always propose on my first date. <laughs> so, Troy, you mentioned the aha moment, and you're a Fire Nation listener, so you know what's coming next, because we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum. You shared with us that failure, that you heard crickets when you had a great offer that was going out to a list, to a potential client. You were hearing crickets. And you had an aha moment as to why that happened. But now let's go to the other end of the spectrum and really talk about a light bulb moment that happened at some point that you said, wow, this resonates with me, Troy Dean. Tell us that moment, Troy. Tell us that story and the steps that you took to turn it into success. So I was running a web design agency here in Melbourne. We'd been going for about three years and we were quite successful. And I really wanted to get into, I really wanted to move away from client services and get into product. And I wasn't really sure what that looked like at the time. And so I had the video user manuals plugin, which was this WordPress plugin that was, it's a premium plugin. So it was ticking along quite nicely. I wasn't putting a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, but we had a, quite a, a large list uh, from that in that business. And I was maybe spending four hours a week on that business and the rest of the time I was doing client services. And I was really frustrated in the client services agency trying to build an audience, trying to work out who our audience were. We were kind of a general web shop. We'd build websites for anyone who came in the door. And it was really frustrating that we hadn't, uh, we hadn't honed in on, on our niche, so to speak or niche, as you guys in that hemisphere say. <laughs> um, and I was working with a mentor and explaining my situation to my mentor. And my, and my mentor said, well, you know, you're kind of half pregnant in two businesses here and you really need to make a decision uh, as to who you want to serve. And what I realized is that the, the video user manuals business had this really nice audience that I'd been building and I wasn't having a conversation with them at all. So 
My big aha life-changing moment was when I decided to shut down my client services agency and focus on building the the audience that I was building uh, in, in the video user manuals um, uh, business by just starting to email them regularly and have conversations with them and say, hey, wh- what is it that you guys need in your business? What do you need help with? And I think the the reason that it, that was the big aha moment for me is because I am a WordPress consultant. I love WordPress. I, I had built a web agency around WordPress. I understand the frustrations. I could really speak the language because that audience are really – they're, they're, they're my tribe and that's where I feel most comfortable and that's where I feel most at home. So I kind of felt like I landed in the right place and I knew then, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and now I bounce out of bed every day. I'm so excited to come into the office and serve those people because, you know, I, I feel like they're my, they're my fellow tribes people. I love that, Troy, for so many reasons. And you said the magic word, focus, which you probably know is a word and acronym that I refer to often on Entrepreneur on Fire. Do you know what my acronym for focus is? No, I don't. I can't believe I don't. Troy, oh my gosh. So many Fire Nation (laughs) listeners are shaking their head in dismay. Follow one course until success. Ah, uh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Troy, good. I hesitate to bring this up because I just talked about it yesterday, but it just fits in so perfectly with everything you just shared. Have you mm. read the book, The Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz? No, I have not. Classic book. And this is what the emphasis of the book is. In a pumpkin patch, if you want to grow one amazing pumpkin, you need to continuously cut off all of the pumpkins that are attached to the same root that are not your perfect pumpkin at the start. Otherwise, they'll drain the time, energy, and resources from that one potential perfect pumpkin that will never become perfect if you don't snip away all the distractions and everything else that is making you lose focus. And I love that book. And again, I haven't talked about it much in Entrepreneur on Fire, even though we did have Mike on the show, but randomly I brought it up yesterday and now I'm talking about it again because it's just such a great theme Mm. for entrepreneurs to realize what really in my business has the potential to become Mm. the perfect pumpkin, the perfect business, something that I'm passionate about, that I love, that I can be amazing at and that can grow into something huge and then cut away all the other distractions, Troy, and crush it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I think for me it was, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs have this, is fear of missing out, is you, you don't want to cut off the other pumpkins just in case one of them becomes the perfect pumpkin. Uh, but, you know, tr- I, I mean, trying to, trying to, ha- trying to juggle so many balls at once or trying to, trying to split your focus across so many things at once just dilutes your efforts and dilutes your success. And, and I've, I absolutely know 100% that the more I focus on my business, the more success I have. Oh, so well said. So again, Troy, boil it down for us. You gave a great takeaway from the failure part. Let's talk about one thing that you want Fire Nation to walk away from, from this experience in your life. For every business that you have an operational role in or for every project that you actually have an operational role in, you diminish your chance of success in all of your businesses by more than half. That is, if you're focusing on two businesses, then the chance of either of them succeeding is less than half than if you just focused on one. So that's really the takeaway for me is just is just work out what it is you're passionate about, work out what it is that gets that fire in your belly really stoked up and then just turn off all the other noise. Love it. Troy, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? This one's pretty easy, I reckon. To start with, 
I have the luxury and the and the great fortune of being able to spend every morning with my fiance, walking my dog, having a morning coffee at our favorite little coffee shop. And I know that that is something that is that, you know, a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do that because they have to get out of bed and, and, you know, race off to a job. And I know that I've worked extremely hard at being able to structure my life so that I have flexibility and I can do pretty much what I want when I want. But that's a, that's, that's, I know that might sound really trite, but that's a, that, that, that's when I probably feel the most proud is when, when I reflect on what I've been able to build and how I've been able to build a business that actually supports the lifestyle that I want, not, not crafting my life around the business, but actually building a business to support my lifestyle. So as much as I do spend a lot of time in my office here in Melbourne, I'm pretty much location independent. I could work from anywhere. And yeah, I mean, coming from a very modest upbringing in the northern suburbs of Adelaide and, you know, not having a lot of tertiary education, I sometimes reflect on that and think, you know, I'm really proud of what what I've been able to build. I love that message, Troy. And to share a little personal story on my end that really shows that I do resonate with that. I actually had an ailing grandmother who we were definitely worried was not going to be with us for that long. So I did plan a trip to go home in late February to visit with her and to maybe, you know, say goodbye. But a couple of weeks ago here in January, I got a phone call from my mother. They're all the way back in Maine, which is 3,000 miles away from where I live. But she said, if you can make it home, it's not looking good. And, you know, I basically was able to say, okay, like, let me check with my boss. And of course, I was the boss. (laughs) And so I said, mom, I'll be home tonight. So all I did is I went to the computer, I booked an airline ticket, I jumped on a plane, and 12 hours later, I was back home in Maine at my grandmother's side, and I was able to spend five days with her. And sure enough, at the end of those five days, she did pass. But that gave me the Mm. opportunity to say goodbye. She lived a great life. She was 88 years old. She was in a lot of pain. But because of working my butt off for a really long time, Troy, I put myself in the position where I could be flexible and I didn't have to request for time off. I didn't have to say no to those type of things in life that Mm. I could be flexible and do what I wanted and needed to do because I've worked so hard. And I was proud of that. Just like you're proud of what you've created as you so rightfully should be. And so Fire Nation, if you want to set yourself up for those beautiful walks in the morning with your fiance and your dog like Troy has, or on the other end of the spectrum, you know, give yourself the ability to say goodbye to a loved one if that time arises because you have set up a lifestyle that allows you to do this guess what? It takes hard work and it takes a lot of drive and takes a lot of effort, but it is possible. And Troy's done it and I've done it and countless people have done it. And Troy, one thing that I really want to bring the focus on now is to the entrepreneurial journey because you're sharing a lot of great things. But as you know, as well as any entrepreneur, myself included, there are the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in what we do. What's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey? How do you keep a balance? I exercise a fair bit, and that's really good for my headspace. I'm eternally optimistic, probably, you know, to a fault. I refuse to believe that something cannot be done. Um, And so what happens is, you know, I sometimes find myself locked in a vortex that I can't get out of, and I've been staring at the screen for hours. And, (laughs) you know, my fiance usually physically drags me out of the house to get me some fresh air. Um, But having... You know, having interests outside the business, uh, I think having some kind of physical activity in your life to keep your mind and body in balance. 
and you know just never taking your eye off the off the big prize i mean it's it's it is a very challenging thing and it's very hard being an entrepreneur there is i mean as seth godden says there's no roadmap you have to actually i mean in fact you can't even draw a map given the uh, conventional tools because that's not how it works. You have to completely make up a new language. You have to completely navigate terrain that has never been navigated before. And it's really scary. And you, you, you spend most of your time wondering what the hell it is you're doing and why <laughs> and if it's ever going to pay off. Uh, but, you know, having a, having a, just a good solid, uh, support, um, network of friends and family to keep encouraging you and surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you and reaching out to other successful entrepreneurs and having those conversations to keep you motivated and just, yeah, never taking your eye off, off the prize. And I suppose if, if nothing else, making sure what you do is something you're really passionate about because, you do have to spend a lot of time and work really hard to be successful. And if you're not passionate about it, then, you know, you just won't put in the hours. So I think passion is a, is a real key. Wow. Wise words, Troy. And on that note, let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about today in Troy Dean's world. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just really has you fired up right now. Funnily enough, it's the podcast. It's the WP Elevation podcast. So, so happy um, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, the thing, the thing. I mean, I, you know, as I said, I'm I'm a professional voiceover artist. I did a bit of community radio when I was younger. I've played in bands. I'm pretty comfortable behind a microphone and talking with people and kind of being the center of attention. But one thing that I love about the podcast is that it just it, it just widens your reach and it allows you to impact so many. Uh, so many more people. It just allows you to have an impact on a larger audience. And the the feedback and the emails that I get about the podcast episodes is just the best kind of validation that you could ever hope for. I mean, if I'm ever feeling frustrated or down in the business, I just go and look at the feedback and the comments on our on our podcast page or the emails that I get from people who listen to the podcast. And it's it just buoys me to keep going. It fills me with so much joy and motivation because I know that the information that we're providing and the interview guests that we're bringing actually has a huge impact on people. Just like you know, when I spend a lot of my time listening to Entrepreneur on Fire or Mixergy, which are probably my two favorite podcast, I, every time I come off one of those episodes, I'm so motivated and so inspired and it's humbling and, 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 you know, it gives me great pleasure to know that I'm having, you know, that same impact on people that listen to our podcast that they get motivated and inspired. So really for me, that's like the fuel that's, that's driving me at the moment is just reaching out and building this community through the podcast. That just warms my heart to the nth degree. And, and Troy, I, I think you know this, but if you don't, I want to share it with you, but specifically with the rest of Fire Nation as well, is the power of podcasting. And we actually do a free podcast workshop every week over at podcastersparadise.com where we share all of the great insights, tip tools, and tactics that we've really just grown to know over the past 18 months of growing Entrepreneur on Fire to a six-figure-a-month business. And we share some really exciting things that are happening in 2014 and beyond with our meetings with iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and more. So if anybody wants to check out, again, it's just a free podcast workshop over at podcastersparadise.com. You're listening to what it's doing to Troy and his business, and it's just an amazing thing. And 2014 is truly the year of the podcast. And I'd, seriously, I'm telling you, man, if it wasn't for you and Andrew Warner, I probably wouldn't be here right now hosting my own podcast and having the kind of success and seeing the impact that's having on our own business. Because 
when I first discovered Mixergy and then I discovered you shortly after, the kind of light bulb started to go off in my head and I just had this voice in my head for a long time going, well, if these guys can do it, I (laughs) can. And the fact that you and Andrew are both, the thing I love about you and Andrew is that you're both so transparent about your own self-doubt and the own challenges that you've had to overcome to get where you are, that that's really what inspired me to say, well, yeah, you know, no one is a born perfect podcaster. There are challenges that you have and there is self-doubt and there's all this stuff that you need to overcome. And you guys have been really open and transparent about those voices in your head and how you've dealt with it and and the journey that you've gone on. And it's really inspired me to do the same. And it has made a positive impact on our business. And I encourage anyone out there even thinking about podcasting, just make your first episode. Just get get off the (laughs) ground and get that first notch on your belt. It is definitely worthwhile. Oh, Troy, unshockingly, I could keep talking about this subject (laughs) all day long. And Troy, before we dive into the lightning round, let's thank our partners. What a revolutionary concept, audiobooks. Imagine what our car rides and workouts would be like without audio content. Seriously, how do we ever go on runs with our Walkman and CD players bulking up our pockets or drive from point A to point B without hooking up our MP3 players to our car dashboards? I am so glad I don't have to think about that anymore, especially now that I have audiobooks.com. Audiobooks.com allows you to listen to your favorite titles instantly, anywhere. You can choose from more than 40,000 books, and I know you have a growing list of business books you've been meaning to dive into. With their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can seamlessly switch between devices without losing your place. Make sure you're getting the titles you really care about. Audiobooks offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like even before you sign up. Get your first book for free today by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Do you ever feel like the services that you purchase only look at you as a number? Whatever happened to personalized help? And since when is it so difficult to actually get someone on the line to troubleshoot or to help you get set up? Legal protection is no exception. Luckily, whether you're getting ready to start a business, protect your family, or safeguard your assets, LegalZoom has a service that can help. LegalZoom offers award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And the great thing about LegalZoom is that every business or family who engages with them gets personalized attention from start to finish. That's why over 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend the service to their family. Now that's powerful. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout at LegalZoom.com. All right, Troy, we've reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds. And this is where you will be sharing some incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan? Yeah, absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I guess self-doubt. It was that the voice in my head that was saying, who am I to start a business? Um, And, you know, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any business education. There was, there were no business owners in my family, so there were no role models to look, look to, uh, you know. And just that, that for years, just that self doubt. Well, like, who, who am I to do this, and what skills do I have to do this? And just eventually, just knocking that voice on the head and <laughs> doing it anyway. And the more you do it, and the more success you have, the quieter that voice gets. And sure, you've already brought up Seth Godin one time, and. 
he talks so eloquently about the imposter syndrome and that mm. voice that says, who's going to want to listen to you? Why mm. do you think you should create a podcast or a blog mm. or a business or whatever it may be if you're an entrepreneur? And we need to squash that imposter syndrome and instead embrace that fear as we talked about at the mm. opening quote. So, Troy, what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I ever received, and I know this is such a cliche, but and everyone talks about finding your niche. The best advice I ever received is just get really specific about who you help. So I've taken that and I've molded that into my own little mantra, which is work out who you serve the best and then go about serving them better than anyone else. And that's what I remind myself of every day. Troy, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? As I said before, I'm eternally optimistic. I'm annoyingly optimistic, I think, sometimes. <laughs> um, I never give up. And so the habit, the habit that I have formed based on that optimism is when everything gets too hard, I just take a breath, I step away for five minutes, and I come back and I make a commitment to finding a solution and never giving up. I, I just never give up on anything I kind of realized that I'm not the first monkey to try this stuff. Somebody's probably already solved this problem and they've probably written a blog post about it. I just need to go find it. <laughs> I actually love when I hear people say, no, I don't think you can do that. Or no, you can't do that. Because when I hear that enough about one topic, I know that there's an amazing opportunity there because people are so blind thinking you can't do it because there's nothing you can't do. I was told by the top podcasters, Cliff Ravenscraft. I was told by Jamie Tardy, who was my mentor of The Eventual Millionaire, John, you can't do a seven-day-a-week podcast. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to <laughs> want to consume that much content, and you're not going to be able to keep it up. And you know, here we are, 494 episodes later, with a pretty <laughs> successful podcast on our hands because... I looked at that, Troy, not as an answer, but as a challenge. And so for Fire Nation, when people are telling you you can't do something and enough people are telling you that, get excited and go do it. Absolutely. Troy, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? At the moment, it would be Asana. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yep. It's our uh, project management software, but we use it to store all our processes. So we, you know, we use it to write up all our procedures for our staff to follow. Um, so, you know, everything to do with publishing a podcast episode for us is stored in Asana and all the right tasks are assigned to all the right people. And, and that's probably, uh, you know, we'd be pretty lost without Asana these days. Love Asana. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Troy and I are chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Troy Dean. Troy, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Uh, it would be Traction by Gino Wickman. I'm not sure if you've had anyone uh, recommend that book before, but um, Traction just really, it, it, Traction is built around this thing called the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which is basically a system that you install in your business to keep everyone in the business on track and moving in the right direction and achieving the goals. And it's, it's so practical, it's ridiculous. Uh, and we've, we've literally lifted that system out of that book and installed it in our business and it has really helped us stay focused. Wow. 
Well, that is the first time in 494 episodes that Traction has been recommended. In Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Troy, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke (laughs) up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would build an audience. So how exactly, what exactly what would I do in the next seven days? I would ask myself who I am best at serving. I would ask myself who I'm most passionate about and who I resonate with the most and the kind of people that I want in my orbit. And then I would write a step-by-step guide to help those people achieve their biggest desire. I'd set up a single landing page with an opt-in box to give away that free step-by-step guide and I'd start building that audience and then I'd start asking them what it is they want. And I know that sounds really simple, but it's not always easy to execute. But I think the, the point of this question for me is, if I could start over, what would I do? What would be the first thing I would do? And the first thing I would do would be to start publishing content and building an audience. And then you start a podcast. Exactly. I don't want to exactly. put words in your mouth, Troy. <laughs> I, I, want to, I, I might have to erase that part. No, <laughs> so Troy, wow, have I enjoyed hearing your journey. And you're just an inspiring guy. So thank you for sharing that with Fire Nation. And Thanks, John. Let's end on a high note with you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So anyone in the services industry, um, uh, I, I have this free report called 101 Ways to Elevate Yourself and Demand Higher Fees. And so I'm giving that away for Fire Nation listeners at wpelevation.com slash fire. Uh, and there's literally 101 slides in that ebook, which will give you some, uh, some ideas on how you can you know, charge more fees for your services. So that's probably the best way to reach out to me on Twitter at Troy Dean. Uh, and of course, the podcast at wpelevation.com. Wow. Well, Troy, I have just so enjoyed hearing everything that you've been sharing today. And I know Fire Nation has as well. And if they do want to find these links of this great value, the WPElevation.com slash fire, your Twitter handle, your podcast, all of this, all they need to do is go to eofire.com, click on the podcast tab because you're hanging out in the archives or just enter Troy in the search bar And his show notes page, Fire Nation, will pop right up. And Troy, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Are you prepared for a journey down the fire path? Join us on this exciting experience as we share our most prized lessons learned in a weekly exclusive email series. Each email includes a deep dive into a single topic, all of which are integral to starting and growing a successful business. The Fire Path is where your passion and our guidance unite. Visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.